arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And a good Saturday morning and welcome to this morning's edition of Creative Cafe. Once again, 14 degrees and some light snow showers here in the Kalamazoo area. The Arts uh, Creative Cafe, of course, brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, providing that inside look on the art scene here in the Kalamazoo area. Now let's get things underway this morning, shall we? Yes, we have a great show for you today. This morning, uh, right off the bat, I have Yolanda Lavender, who wears many hats in our community. Good morning, Yolanda. Good morning. So this is Creative Cafe. What is your favorite morning beverage? Mm, Favorite morning beverage would be a white chocolate mocha, definitely with whipped cream and probably like caramel drizzle. I don't have a specific, you know, location that I would prefer it from. Um, just as long as the caramel drizzle is on top. Okay, so white <laughs> chocolate mocha with caramel drizzle. All right, now so now you're just making me thirsty and hungry all at the right. same time. That that's that's yes. great. Um, <laughs> like I said before, you wear many hats in our community. Yeah. You are the founder and chief creative artist uh, officer of Soul Artistry LLC. You also mm-hmm. are the program director, and I'm gonna mess this up. Program director no. and uh, is it outreach? Uh, Grant Program and Partnerships Director Thank with Stryker Johnson Foundation. Yeah, so Stryker mm-hmm. Johnson Foundation. So you are the one that folks get to talk to when they want a grant from Stryker. Yep. And uh, you also are chair of the uh, TRHT Narrative Change Committee. Yeah. And uh, so I'd love to talk about soul artistry first. What is it? Who does it serve? And uh, mm-hmm. uh, where can I see these artists that are part of the collective? Yeah, for sure. So um, soul artistry has been... Yeah, pretty close to 10 years now um, since I started uh, Soul Artistry, which is an arts consulting company. Um, And really the priority for us is that we provide um, Black artists, artists of color, artists from, you know, other historically excluded and marginalized groups to be able to have opportunities to create and showcase um, their artistry and be compensated uh, for that. So we have, you know, like a whole campaign around um, paying artists and all of that. Uh, so, yeah, the, the work with Soul Artistry has been um, exciting and awesome. It really came out of uh, desire that I had when I was first starting as a performing artist. I'm a singer and a songwriter um, of really like wanting to have spaces to be able to perform in and not always having that. So needing to develop it. Um, so that's kind of how how things got started. And so now there's like a huge network of artists um, in Kalamazoo uh, throughout West Michigan, you know, the Midwest and even nationally. Uh, that we connect with and, and work with. Um, so YLSoulArtistry.com, YLSoulArtistry.com um, is the website where you can see like a lot of those artists and just different ways that they've been um, engaging with us. And of course, we're on all so- social media, Soul Artistry LLC. Um, so it's just a super wide range of like visual artists, performing artists, um, a wide range of ages, uh, just all of it. So I've been just super grateful to be able to work with so many amazing creatives. Okay. And so if there are are artists of color out there that are looking to connect with Mm -hmm. you, websites the same way to get a hold of you to to maybe start start that network off? 
Yes, absolutely. Yep, right through the website. Um, all the contact information is there. Uh, and then we're always posting on social media opportunities for artists as well. Um, so, yeah, check that out, too. Okay. All right. You're also involved in the Truth, Racial Healing, and Transformation Program. It's a, it's a national mm-hmm. endeavor, but there's a yep. chapter here in Kalamazoo. And, and, mm-hmm. I, and I do think Kalamazoo has uh, sincerely embraced the effort. Um, yeah. The TRHT Narrative Change Committee is the committee that, that um, you are uh, heading. Can you talk a little mm-hmm. bit about about what that narrative changes and then maybe what the what this whole idea of the uh, truth, racial healing and transformation? Is? Yeah. So TRHT, um, again, I just have been very grateful to be a part of it uh, really since the beginning. I think it's coming up on five years um, that that work has been evolving here in Kalamazoo. Um, and I know that Kalamazoo has definitely been, uh, you know, like one of the catalysts for really pushing forward what that work can look like, um, you know, across the country. So, yeah, again, just very excited to be uh, involved with that work. So the Narrative Change Arts um, design team is really all about focusing on how narrative change uh, can happen, like using the vehicle um, of the arts to, to drive that work. So, again, prioritizing um, artists of color, uh, creatives of color uh, with, you know, having opportunities to um, showcase where that might not, you know, necessarily uh, always be um, the norm or, you know, the group that is uh, put out in front or represented uh, all the time. So a great example um, is the Kalamazoo Institute of Arts. Uh, wow, almost two years ago, mm-hmm. maybe even three, time is just like flying. <laughs> it is. Um, when they brought the um, exhibit that is escaping me right now, um wow black refractions yes black refractions mm-hmm. uh, exhibit came to um kalamazoo at the kia so the kia this you know 100 plus year old institution um who has you know this uh permanent collection that is normally always up and doesn't come down um made a, a change in the narrative and took that uh that collection down and you know brought in um these artists of color specifically black artists to showcase their work, you know, again, put that that work uh, and create creativity out in front uh, for folks to be able to see. So that's a prime example of what um, narrative change is. And so we're really looking to focus the design team on um, that kind of work. Like, what else can we do to help uh, change the narrative and provide opportunities for those who, you know, might, might not otherwise um, be able to have them? And so for me, I resonate a lot uh, with that work because, you know, as the previous executive director of the Black Arts and Cultural Center, like that's that's what, you know, the work of BACC um, has been about for, you know, 35 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just a, you know, natural fit to um, come and be a part of this work with uh, TRHT. And it's been awesome. And I'm looking forward to, um, you know, what more we can do to keep uh, changing the, the narrative and helping folks to look at things in a, a different way. Right. Right. And yeah. speaking of Black Arts and Cultural Center, as part yeah. of both of these projects, Soul Artistry and uh, DRHT, uh, mm-hmm. you've got a workshop series um, that's starting up there entitled Artistry yeah. Accelerator. Can you talk about what's planned for this series and when registrations might become available? Yeah, we're hoping um, by the end of this month uh, to start getting the info out um, about registration and folks being able to participate in the Artistry Accelerator. Um, but yeah, as a a part of the um, narrative change arts design team. We had just been talking through like, you know, what projects that we want to work on 
what what do we want to focus on um, this year? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that had been coming up over really the last year and a half um, is, you know, a lot of organizations looking for artists, sometimes specifically artists of color, um, but not really having the understanding of like how um, to welcome in those artists, you know, not censoring their work, making sure that they have a um, safe and respectable, you know, space to be able to create and show their work in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be focusing a uh, part of the Artistry Accelerator series on um, providing just some insight uh, to organizations who want to be intentional about making space for artists of color. Um, and then also uh, really honing in on artists of color, helping to develop um, them and like their business acumen and um, just ways that they can be prepared to, you know, show up and take full advantage of um, opportunities uh, that are paid um, that they receive from folks to be able to show um, their artistry and creativity. So really focusing on um, artists and experts uh, in terms of artistry locally uh, and then also uh, with without um, throughout West Michigan as well to be a part of sharing and, uh, you know, just helping to develop uh, artists and uh, arts organizations here in Kalamazoo. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that series. And again, um, we're hoping that by the end of this month, we'll have info out about how to be involved. Okay, great. So we're going to uh, YLSoulArtistry.com to get connected with you, um, to be able to uh, connect with artists of color throughout the community. And Mm -hmm. I'm also assuming that that's where we want to go if someone wants to participate in the Truth, Racial Healing and Transformation uh, Narrative Change Arts Team. Yes. Great. Great. And um, we will hopefully check back with the Black Arts and Cultural Center here at the end of the month to look for some registration forms. I'm really excited about the Artistry Accelerator. I think that's going to be a great series and really appreciate that you're taking the time to put that together. Absolutely. All right. We are nearing the end of our segment here. I've been talking with Yolanda Lavender, the chief uh, creative officer and founder of Soul Artistry, also the grant program. I'm not going to get this. I don't know why. Director with the Stryker Johnson Foundation. Thank you very much. And also (laughs) heading up the TRHT Narrative Change Arts um, design team as well. So Yolanda, thank you for all of your hard work in the community. I know that it mm-hmm. really does make a difference to have um, someone of your, and you're an artist in your own right. Uh, I mean, it, yeah. you such uh, just absolutely fantastic uh, song writer and singer and performer. So we thank can't you. forget to mention that. So appreciate everything that you're doing for arts in Kalamazoo. Yes. Thank you. It's my pleasure. All right. And we will be back in a minute. Creative expression comes in all shapes, styles, and forms. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo invites you to get involved in your local arts scene. Are you an artist, playwright, actor, musician, or photographer? Do you make your living providing creative connections for others? Or do you engage in artistic expression as a way to fulfill your need to express yourself and share your story? The Arts Council wants to hear from you. For as little as $20 a year, you can become part of the larger community of your artistic peers, exploring resources, collaborations, funding opportunities, and more. Visit us at KalamazooArts.org. That's KalamazooArts.org. Or at our offices downtown in the Epic Center. We can't wait to meet you. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly supporting more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo exists to infuse arts and culture into the commercial, educational, and creative economies of our region.
You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. Good morning uh, for our second segment of Creative Cafe. Um, I am joined by a very special guest this morning, uh, one of my fellow Arts Council co-workers, Miriam Thomas. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Eric? Good. Uh, you had your debut on Creative Cafe just a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and now you're here this morning as a guest, actually. We're going to be drilling you some questions about uh, what you do at the Arts Council and some awesome. cool things that people can uh, engage with. So, traditional Creative Cafe question. What is your uh, favorite morning beverage? So I have two answers to this. Um, If I am at home and I'm making my own coffee, uh, my own morning beverage, I am making coffee with cream and sugar. Um, But my special trick is I like to put a little bit of cinnamon in with the ground coffee before I brew it. Oh, yes. um, And gives it just a nice little flavor. Um, And the aroma, too. I've done that before. Oh, Oh, it's so good. Um, But then the other day, actually, my husband and I went out to breakfast Mm -hmm. and I got a lavender latte and it changed my life. It was so good. (laughs) That does it. Okay, cool. I can get on with that. Yeah. It's kind of herbal, but also... Mm -hmm. Was there any sweetness to it? Or Yeah, it's yeah. sweet, it's creamy, but it's also somehow crisp. So it was, uh, it was so good. Yeah. That, that does, I, I don't think I've ever had one, and now I'm very intrigued. Oh, uh, you got to try one. Yeah, and that's a uh, fun fact, uh, and we'll get into your position in a second, but um, our program's director, Bianca, who's been on leave for a little bit, uh, she actually told me that her husband was doing the cinnamon and ground coffee for a while and got me onto oh, that. Okay. It's almost hilarious <laughs> that you're also doing that. Must oh, that's be, amazing. Must be an Arts Council <laughs> programs department uh, thing. So yeah, awesome. And then speaking of that, um, we're we're you're new to Kalamazoo, right? Mm-hmm, I am. And you're new at the Arts Council, and we'll get into your position in a moment. But um, where did you come from? Tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, so I am originally from Deering, Georgia, which is a tiny little town that's outside of Augusta. Um, if you're familiar with the Masters Tournament, that's our claim to fame. Oh, yeah. Um, so I am a theater artist. I'm an actor. I'm a dramaturg. I'm a historian. Um, I got my PhD in theater in 2014. Um, and my husband and I, we actually met in that program, mm-hmm. and we're both theater educators. Um, Uh, So we moved to Kalamazoo when he got a job at Kalamazoo College in the theater arts department teaching over there. Um, So I was I was lucky enough to get a gig at the Arts Council a couple months later. Yeah. Yeah. And when you started, uh, your position had a word temporary on it because you were kind of covering for Bianca while she was out on leave. However, recently something changed with that. Tell us. Yeah. So I was originally hired as temporary programs director. I was working part time and covering for Bianca while she was on leave, um, which, by the way, we're very excited to welcome her back next week. Yes. Um, So I have very recently been um, bumped up to full time and I'm sticking around as the associate programs director. Woohoo! Congratulations. Thank you. I'm excited. We are, too, at the Arts Council. I'm, I'm glad you're sticking around with us. Me, too. Um, Awesome. So today we are actually talking about something that the programs department uh, manages for the Arts Council, which uh, is rental facilities. We have Mm -hmm. a couple of rental facilities that are available for uh, everyone. Um, We're going to start with the Judy K. Jolliffe Theater. Mm -hmm. Um, This is formerly known as the Epic Theater. And it's if you don't know where the Arts Council's offices are, it's in the Epic Center downtown. That's right where our theater space is, too, on the second floor. Um, It's a black box theater. And I thought I would ask you, PhD in theater, (laughs) what is a black box theater? Okay, great question. Um, So a black box theater is actually a really cool type of theater space that is fully customizable, um, fully flexible space. So to give you a little bit of context, um, there are a number of different types of theater space. 
So the type that most people are probably most familiar with is the proscenium stage, where you have audience on one side and they're mm-hmm. looking forward to a race stage. Um, so if you think about like the Chenery, the Kalamazoo State Theater, the Civic Theater, those are all um, have big, beautiful proscenium stages, mm-hmm. right? Um, then you have other types. You have uh, theater in the round or the arena stage where you have audience on all sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have alley style where you have audience on two sides. Um, and then there's the thrust stage where you have a proscenium stage, but you have, have an area of the stage that sort of thrusts out into the audience. Sure. Um, so if you think about the Festival Playhouse at Kalamazoo College, yeah. um, they have a really cool thrust stage that's modeled after the Guthrie Theater in Minneapolis. Nice. Um, so... To say all of that is to say uh, that the cool thing about a black box space is that you can create any of these types of spaces within a black box. There's no limitations. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You can create any of these. You can create, you know, different configurations. Um, in really, seating and in stage and in, the whole bit. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So in the Jolliffe Theater, we have movable risers, movable seats. Uh, we can take the risers and seats completely out. Um, so the world is really your oyster. You can really create whatever you need the space to be within that black box theater. And the only limitation is the size, which I looked up, and it's 3,600 square feet, which is yeah. not that small. So yeah. <laughs> uh, we've had lots of events in there, um, and we have lots of events planned. And uh, it is very flexible. Um, in addition to just the theater, we also have some... Uh, I, would, I guess I could say amenities that are mm-hmm. um, used alongside or can be used alongside the theater. Can you talk a little bit about like our green room and dressing rooms and Absolutely. such? Yeah. yeah. So we have a green room space that is right out, right um, off stage of the theater. So that has a fridge. It has cabinet space. It has seating. So it's really it's just a comfortable space for people to hang out before they go on stage um, or after they get off. Um, we also have two dressing rooms in our back hallway there. Um, so again, very easily accessible to the theater space itself. Um, and they have lockers. They have plenty of counter space, vanity mirrors, um, bathrooms with showers. Mm-hmm. Um, so really convenient to have those there. And we also have um, some spaces outside of the theater and backstage that can be rented and used as well, like mm-hmm. the concession stands and our atrium space, which is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So uh, people can, when they, if they decide they'd like to rent the space, there's not only flexibility inside the theater, but flexibility of what you can use outside as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of my favorite things about the Jolliffe is that it adjoins this beautiful, as you said, just mm-hmm. gorgeous atrium space, these giant windows that look out onto the Kalamazoo Mall. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely beautiful. Um, and it's a great, great space for receptions and other types of events, um, either, you know, on their own merit, just, you know, mm-hmm. solo events or accompanying an event going on in the theater. So it's a it's a wonderful space, really beautiful. Awesome. And then alongside of the spaces, we actually have um, some technical equipment and staff available for anybody that's interested in renting. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. So the theater has its own sound system, a lighting system that includes both, you know, your typical house lights, but also um, a theatrical lighting system as well. Um, There's a projector screen that will allow you to um, connect from your laptop and project multimedia presentations. So that's great for, you know, meetings in the space or productions that include projections in some way. Um, And then we have an amazing staff that we can reach out to um, of technical directors, uh, house managers, stage crew, who can help to support your events. Uh, And these are just really knowledgeable, trustworthy people who know what they're doing, uh, who know how to operate the equipment in the space and can make sure that we are fully meeting your needs when you have an event there. That's awesome. Um, So basically all you need to do is show up with your event and we'll take care of the rest of the details. That's fantastic. Pretty sweet gig, yeah. Um, The rates are... uh, Varying depending on what you'd like to um, include with your rental, and we do have discounts for Arts Council members. I got to 
put that in as the membership director. <laughs> um, and then you know, if uh, we were just at the hosting the Creative Cafe during Radfest, um, which was held in the Jolliffe Theater mm-hmm. in part, and we have Gilmore Piano Festival upcoming, which mm-hmm. is really exciting. Lots of stuff on the books. Um, if people are interested, should they reach out to you? Yep, absolutely. Uh, so you can reach me uh, through my email at mthomas at kalamazooarts.org. Um, or you can also reach me by phone, 269-342-5059. Um, so reach out to me either one of those ways, and we'll just have a quick conversation about um, what your needs are for the space. I'll talk you through rates. Uh, if you want to come and visit the space, we really encourage you to do that so that we can walk through together um, and talk about, you know, start envisioning what your event is going to look like, uh, and then we'll take it from there. Awesome. And then I don't want to miss our second uh, very new rental venue, which Mm -hmm. is the Haymarket Plaza. Uh, Hopefully some listeners uh, remember we had an opening ceremony and demonstration there. Um, It's uh, funded in part by the Monroe Brown Foundation. We had them on the Creative Cafe when we were launching the Haymarket Plaza. This is an outdoor venue, and it's not... A theater space necessarily, but an event space, a video space, there's sound built in. Isn't that correct? That is correct, yes. Um, yeah, so this is a just gorgeous space. Um, it's located right in the heart of downtown Kalamazoo uh, in the historic Haymarket District, which of course lends it its name. Um, so it runs along the north side of East Michigan Avenue between Trey Stars Main Street East and Haymarket Buildings um, and Catalyst Developments Warner Building at 180 Water Street. Um, so it's right downtown, really convenient to shops and restaurants and bars, and of course the Kalamazoo Mall is right there as well. We've had at least one art hop there, and we have more in the works, mm-hmm. and there's lots of upcoming events there as well. Well, um, that could be rented by anybody. True, is that is that uh, absolutely? That's awesome. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, not only is the Jolliffe as a black box theater very flexible, but if you want to do maybe a spring, summer, fall event outdoors, we have that option mm-hmm. as well. Um, just real quick, how do how do people get in touch with you again if they're interested in renting those spaces? Yeah, my email is mthomas at kalamazooarts.org and phone number two six nine three four two five zero five nine. Thank you so much for joining us this morning and talking with us about rentals. If you're listening, get in touch with Miriam, our programs, uh, Associate Programs Director at the Arts Council. We'd love to host your event uh, and make your dreams come reality. Uh, thank you, Eric. Thanks. Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. The arts are a vast subdivision of culture composed of many creative endeavors and disciplines. Art can include forms as diverse as prose writing, poetry, dance, acting or drama, film, music, sculpture, photography, illustration, architecture, collage, painting, craft and fashion. The Arts Council strives to support all these art forms and the creators that bring the art to us. But we can't do it alone. If you are a local business looking to deepen your connection to the community, consider an arts sponsorship. It creates visibility, improves your company's reputation, and generates traffic through your business both online and through sales. Sponsorships also help keep ticket prices down to allow for more access to arts events in our community. If you are looking to support your community and drive business to your business, contact the Arts Council at KalamazooArts.org and we'll help you find a sponsorship that's right for you. It's a win-win. Now you know. And once again, thank you very much for joining us for this morning's edition of Creative Cafe, a presentation of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Make sure you join us again next Saturday morning, same time, right after the 8 o'clock news.